Welcome to the Amen Always radio broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. Tune in to hear the prophetic word as it goes forth. Today, I'm going to continue my teaching series on matters of the heart. This has been a real blessing to me. And I believe I said this before. There's a lot of things about the matters of the heart that I personally didn't know. So I have some more good information here for you. And before we get started, let's go before God in prayer. Father, as I come before you in the name of Jesus, I just thank you and praise you, Lord God, for this teaching series, Matters of the Heart, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that as this teaching series go forth, Father God, that people will be healed, set free, and delivered in Jesus' name. God, I thank you, Father God. I decrease so that you can increase in my life, Father God. I thank you, Father God. For giving me the exact words to say at this appointed time, Father God. And I do thank you, Father God, because I know, Father God, <clears throat> that you are dealing with uh, uh, people are dealing with a lot of things in their heart, Father God. And any answers, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, that you will give them the answers that they need, Father God. And if they're lacking wisdom, Father God, I thank you that you will give them the wisdom they need to go ahead and to continue, Father God, with the matters of the heart, Father God. And some things I know, Father God, it's hard for them to say and they don't want to say it. But I thank you, Father God, you will give them the encouragement and the wisdom that they need to say what they need to say. And I thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. So let's go to Luke chapter number four, chapter number six. Verse number 45, and it reads like this. A good man out of his heart bring forth good and evil man out of evil treasures of his heart bring forth evil for out of the abundance of his heart. He speaks. So last time I left off at surprise. So I'm going to pick up there. Surprise. So surprise means to surprise means to come upon or discover suddenly and unexpectedly so unexpected so surprise is you know someone throwing you a surprise birthday party they surprise you with two tickets to uh maybe uh, a weekend in the bahamas or something like that or they surprise you and they take you on a shopping spree they surprise you you know like you know uh You've been in need of a new, you know, a new car. You need some transportation. So they surprise you and they purchase a vehicle for you. Say, hey, this is for you. You know, things of that nature. So a surprise could be anything. It could be a gift. It could be anything. So Isaiah chapter number 58, verse number eight. And it reads like this. Then your heart shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Verse number nine. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer you. You you shall cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointed of the finger and speaking wickedness. So even if. Uh, in recovery, you know, you know, you believe in God for healing and surprisingly, you know, healing comes unexpectedly, surprisingly, you know, the doctor saying, you, you know, you under doctor's care and surprisingly, and, and, you know, God will speed up the recovery as long as you do what the doctor tells you to do and you do what God tells you to do. And uh, there are the, but there are a lot of testimonies where people got healed 
speedily. You, we, I mean, to this day, people are coming out of comas. People are being healed of cancer. And we don't hear that a lot, but people are being healed of cancer. People are being healed of sickle cell as well. So surprisingly, these uh, these needs, these recoveries come. They just come. Surprisingly, they just come like no other. And let's go to feelings. Yeah, I'm going to take my time on feelings because everyone has feelings. It doesn't matter what it is. You feel a certain way about this. You feel a certain way about, well, before you sign on a dotted line, you know, there's some emotions in that. But if God tells you no, then you don't sign on that, 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 that on that dotted line because you're feeling something. You know, so you, you're feeling like, OK, something about this is just not right. You know, it's just not right. It doesn't I don't have no peace in my spirit because it's just not right. So feelings means a physical sensation not connected with sight hearing taste or smell so feelings no you can't hear a feeling you can't taste it you can't smell it you know it's not something that you can actually see you know that's something that you you know that god puts in us because we feel with feelings you know we, you know, our feelings, you know, uh, you're, you're going to a job interview. It's like, OK, something about this job is just not right. I'm not I'm not feeling this, you know, you know, so it, it depends on the situation. So with, with me and my wife, it depends on what it is. It's like, OK, I'm not feeling this, you know, something that's just not right. And then we don't end up doing what it is that we, we started off to do, started to do. Because something's just not right. And then we find out later, okay, this what happens. Something happens later on. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's, you know, feelings. Feelings are a, a, a really big part of our lives. And let's go to Proverbs chapter 29, verse number 11. And it reads like this. A fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them Back. So, in other words, feelings. In other words, when uh, we was moving up here to Jacksonville, and we was looking for an office, and one office deal it just wasn't right. You know, he told us what was going on in the whole office deal, and we was not feeling it. So, we did not sign the paperwork. We did not put our name on the dotted line for that office. So God led us to another office, which was a lot better and a lot better. It was a lot better than where we was going to move into. And when we met with the guy, the landlord, that everything just lined up. I said, OK, now we feel good about this. You know, that's, that's like that's like uh, you go into the car lot. And you just looking and looking. And then sometimes the salesperson, whether it's a male or female, sometimes they'll push you to do a credit check. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. So if they start pushing you, because you got to be careful, because with those car salesmen, they, they do a lot of fast talking. So before you know it, you don't sign your name on the dotted line in the finance. And like, OK, my payments are 525. Ooh, how am I going to pay for this? And you knew the whole time that you was not feeling that. So usually if I'm not, if I'm at a car lot and if I'm not, I'm just asking questions. If I don't feel, if it doesn't feel right to me, 
I don't go back to the car lot. I say, okay, well, I'm not coming back here because I'm not something. Something's going on about this particular car lot. So feelings are 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 good because like, like I, you know, you don't when you don't feel good about something, then it's no point of you pursuing it because you know that's like a warning signal. That's like God warning you, hey, there's something wrong with this deal. Don't do it. Don't sign on that paper. Don't do it. And let's go to Second Corinthians chapter three, verse number 17. Now, the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's always liberty in the Lord, you know. And let me read this to you about feelings. What do I do when I feel mad, sad, bad or glad? God made us with emotions. The Bible shows us God has emotions too. Emotions are bad, but they can often lead you to sinful, selfish choices. Since emotions are common ground, we share with God that we share with God there a way when we get closer to him and learn more about him. So that's one thing about feelings sometimes you feel sad you know sometimes you do something or say something to somebody now you feel bad you know you feel bad for this person or you know you're glad so in other words if someone per se you work with and for some reason the company end up letting that person go and you know that this person uh, came in on time they did what they supposed to do and everything and now you feel bad because they lost their job you know that happens you know unfortunately it happens you know you do feel bad that's feelings you know when you feel happy about someone okay yeah all right that's a feeling when you feel sad that's a feeling you know you're glad that's a feeling you know so that's the most important thing, you know, feelings, you know, we, we offer, we use feelings every day. It's not a day go by where you do not, you do not use your feelings. So in other words, if you were to say you was going to have a meeting and you're not feeling good about the meeting, but you go to the meeting anyway, and then you find out some things that you didn't want to know. So uh, even when I work with uh, when I work with Broward County, we had certain meetings, and uh, and I just did not feel good about some of those meetings that they had because they made changes, and they didn't tell us beforehand. They told us at the meeting. I'm like, wow. I mean, you couldn't tell us before, you know, to prepare us for it. But that's how that's how some corporations are. So that's how some government entities are. They. That's just what they do. That's just what they do. That's what they do. And I was a part of that. For some reason, I was, you know, I was a part of that when they made changes and they didn't tell anybody. You know, they made a whole bunch of changes and really didn't tell anybody what was going on until something actually happens. So let's go to trust. Trust means the condition of whom something has been entrusted. So in other words, Someone trusts you that you're going to do this. You're going to go ahead and complete this assignment. You know, if you were in college, your trust, your professor trusts that you're going to complete the assignment 
on time. You know, you're going to be the class on time. You know, so if, if you have to partner up with someone to, to do a specific a assignment, they trust that you're going to um, get with your partner and do your assignment and turn that assignment in on time. You know, and let's go to book. Let's go to Psalms chapter 37, verse number three. And it reads like this. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Verse four, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth tour. He shall bring forth our righteousness as the light and your justice as the noon day. So God will give you the desires of your heart. But go. let's go back to verse number three. Feed on his faithfulness. And faithfulness is a part of feelings also. Faithfulness is, um, it's in there. It's in there because, you know, whenever you're in, you know, you're in a marriage, you're married. So you really want to be faithful to your spouse. You don't want to do anything to damage or ruin the relationship that you and your spouse have. So you want to have, you want to remain faithful and you also there is a level of trust. There's a level of trust in emotions as well. So all this is in emotions. All this is trust and faithfulness. All this is in emotions. Because when you're married, you're, if your wife's, if your spouse asks you, okay, can you go and make sure that um, I have a little bit of problem with the car? Could you take the mechanic, take about a mechanic and see what's wrong with the car? So we can see, you know, so we can go ahead and get it fixed. You know, as a husband, you know, uh, my thing is the wife does drive the best car and I make sure that the car is up to par. I take the car to the dealership and have them do the service on it. You know, I even put the gas in it. So she, she don't put she don't put gas in the car. All she does is get in the car and drive, turn it on and drive. You know, I make sure the car is clean. I make sure that everything is Good. So when she she trusts that when I go and get the car service, that I'm going to get what needs to be done. Get needs. She trusts that I'm going to get what I need to get done to the car because it's safety. Because I want. I'm you know safety. So you know for her and for me, you know. So she trusts that I will get everything done. You know. And verse number. Th- Four says, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So whatever your desires are, if your desires are to um, get a bigger home, your desire is to get a better job. Your desire is to go back to school and get a degree to further to further your education, because nowadays, nowadays, um, People, employers, you know, these Fortune 500 companies, they are looking for people with degrees. You know, when you have a degree, it will take you further, you know, in your career. So that's another thing. You know, one of my desires is to get a college degree, which and I thank God I'm in a process of doing that like right now. And I thank God for that. 
you know, and let's go down to faithfulness. Faithfulness. Yes, 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 yes. Faithfulness. Faithfulness means reliable trust. And it also means true to one's word, promises and vows. So when you in front of the, the preacher or the pastor and you standing there with your bride and you're saying your vows to one another, you know, you're saying vows because, listen, you, you, you're telling your your soon to be bride or you, your soon to be husband, you know, wife, you know, whatever the case may be. So you tell in those vows, it's like I'm going to remain faithful to you no matter what. I'm going to remain faithful to you. And we all know that the enemy comes in all shapes, forms, fashions. We, we all know that. We all know. We know that temptation is out there. Trust me, I know. Temptation is out there, you know. And one thing I vowed was to be faithful to my wife, but also be faithful to God as well. So let's go to Psalm chapter 36. Verse number five, and it reads like this. Your mercy, O Lord, in the heavens, your faithfulness reaches the clouds. And also uh, in Second Corinthians chapter five, verse number seven, for we walk by faith, not by sight. So, yes, we walk by faith. Now, you can't see you can't see faith. You can't see faith. So whenever you whenever you begin to start the process of owning your own business. So once you get everything set up, like, you know, God wants you to set it up. So when you start your own business, that means that is a step of faith. Okay, so now I'm walking by faith, not by sight. So I'm going to believe God. I have none. I have a lot of faith in God that he's going to bring me clients. Clients are going to come to us. They're going to call us for their services. So that's, you know, faithfulness. That's that's good. Faithfulness is really, really good. And Romans chapter one, verse number 17 says for in for in for in it. Righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written. The just shall live by faith the just shall live by faith yes the just shall live by faith so yes so faith is good you know whenever somebody calls a when god called someone to pastor a church so whenever they start their ministry okay when they, when they start their ministry that's a step of faith even before they start because you have to get things in order. So now you have enough faith in God. That, okay. Wherever he wants us to go, everything is going to be, it's going to line up just the way God wants it and no problems. And you, you'll begin, you'll know because everything will line up, line upon line, precept upon precept. So that's when, that's when your, your feelings start to kick in. You start looking at different buildings and different things like that. You say, okay, well, no, this is not going to work. I'm not feeling this one. You know, then you go to the next, the next building and you look and say, okay, well, this is not going to work. And you, you'll know because you, you get the right feeling. Say, okay, yeah, now this is going to work. This is going to work. So faithfulness, we have to remain faithful and Let's go to compassion. 
Let's spend a little bit of time on compassion. And compassion means it is to recognize the suffering of others, then take an action to help. We are to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. So I know you have compassion. That's part of emotions, too. So compassion is good. So in other words, if you're in a meeting and you're, you know, you're talking to someone and they don't want to say what's on their heart. They don't want to say what's on their mind. And then you just go ahead and say, what, what is it you're trying to say? Then you just go ahead and speak for them. You know, that's part of compassion. We have compassion is in us. That's built in. That's built in. So there's a lot of compassion. Oh, you know, there's a, you know, compassion when there's a wedding, there's compassion when, um, there's a newborn, you go to the hospital and say, Oh, so the baby is born. You get a chance to see the newborn. Um, there are a lot, there's compassion. There's a lot of compassion and emotions when a loved one passes away. So there's a lot of compassion in that as well. And let's go to passion. Yes. Let's go to, let's go to Matthew chapter number 20, verse number 32. And it reads like this. So Jesus stood and called them and said, what do you want from me to do for you? He said to them, Lord, that our eyes may be open. So Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. So Jesus had compassion too. You know, they said, Lord, touch our eyes may be open. So God touched their eyes, their eyes open. And once they open and they would, they begin to focus, they followed Jesus. You know, they followed him as well. You know, that is a good thing because we got to have compassion for people. And let's go to Matthew chapter number 18, verse number 27. It says, then the master of the servants who was moved with compassion, released them and forgave their debt. So a lot of times, you know, when you start to uh, pay things off, a lot of companies, a lot of companies will have compassion and say, okay, well, you might call them and say, listen, I know I owe 1200. I have 950. Will you accept that? And a lot of times God will intervene. He'll move in and they will give, you know, the, comp the compassion will kick in and say, okay, yes, send us a 950 and we'll close this account. So that happened with me. Um, I, I had a certain amount of money and I went and I paid it and they closed that account. And I thank God because compassion is there. We gotta have compassion. You know, if someone, if you don't have compassion, there's, there's something, there's something wrong. There's, there's definitely something wrong because we gotta have compassion in everything that we do. And compassion is something that we use every day. We just don't realize that we use it. Feelings is we use that every day and we don't realize it. And, uh, you know, faith, you know, that's something we use every day, every day. Yeah, you, you know, you have faith in God that, you know, you're going to get paid for the work that you've done. So whether you have your own business or you work for someone, you work for a employer. So you, you have faith in God that, hey, at the end of the week, I'm going to get paid 
for the work that I have done. Whether you get paid every week, whether you get paid every other week, you know, or you get paid or say, for instance, you're a landscaper. So you're, you're when you start the project, you, you know, you want a down payment and, you know, the project's going to take like two or three days. So at the end of the project, you know, the, the rest of the, the funds are due. So you have a faith in God. To say, hey, listen, I got to make sure I collect this, these funds because I got I got people that I need to pay for this particular project. So and I'm going to close. This uh, is Matters of the Heart. And I do have some more information for you for Matters of the Heart. It's just been a tremendous, tremendous blessing to me for this teaching series and I uh, thank God that he gave me this this teaches this teaching series because we covered a lot of things from we covered anger fear sadness joy we covered a lot of I've covered a lot of things you know kindness long-suffering you know so a lot of this you know is it's good you know because emotions you know we got to be careful because sometimes emotions will get the best of us so i believe i said this before you know depends on the situation you cannot react in your emotions so the best thing for you to do is just to calm down you know maybe you want to maybe wait about five or ten minutes before you respond because you want to make sure that you say exactly what god wants you to say because a lot of times you say things in emotions that you don't intend to say that you don't mean to say so now you have to go back to that person and ask that person for forgiveness okay and we're going to close in prayer father as i come before you in the name of jesus i thank you lord god for the matters of the heart i thank you lord god for emotions and the compassions father god that we will continue to have compassion compassion for other people you know if we you know if we can we can help them the best of our knowledge and god i want to thank you father god because i know father god that you are willing and you're able father god i thank you lord god that you're going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think lord god i thank you father god for the ones that are dealing with uh health challenges in the body i thank you father god i decree and declare father god that they're healed from the crown of their heads to the very soles of their feet father god god i want to thank you father god because i know father god that you're a healer you're a provider father god and you're going to provide for the ones that really need it father god you are a provider father god no matter what we do what's going what's going on father god you're providing father god for each and every day lord god and god i want to thank you father god i thank you father god because we are in good health father god we want to remain in good Thank you for tuning in to Amen Always Radio Broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. We pray that the Word of God has been a blessing to your life. To sign up for School of the Prophets, visit us at amenalways.org, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or to download any of our broadcasts, find us on SoundCloud. Amen Always on SoundCloud. Blessings.